بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful may Allah sallallahu alayhi wa be upon the Prophet Muhammad his noble and pure family and the noble companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection we continue inshallah the explanation of Surah Al-Kahf and uh, I will go over some of the verses which we explained uh, last night so that people who missed that can follow with us inshallah also tonight so we start by verse number 98 verse number 98 uh, after uh, mentioning the story of uh, the Dhul Qarnayn who possessed the kingdom of the east and the west and after erecting the barrier between the people whom he encountered to prevent them and protect them from uh, Ya'juj and Ma'juj from uh, Magog and uh, from Gog and Magog he said after he saw that uh, erected he said قَالَ هَذَا رَحْمَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّي this is now Surah Al-Kahf verse 98 قَالَ هَذَا رَحْمَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّي this is a mercy from my Lord فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي جَعَلَهُ دَكَّاءَ وَكَانَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي Haqqah 1898 Now The Qarnayn said This is a mercy from my Lord But when the promise of my Lord comes He shall level it down to the ground And the promise of my Lord is Ever true And this is the situation So he The Qarnayn said This is a mercy from my Lord but when the promise of my Lord comes he shall level it down to the ground and the promise of my Lord is ever true this is the status of the righteous they relate the matter to Allah they don't relate it to themselves and they relate it to the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them we can remember in this respect the story of the ant the story of the ant with Sulaiman and his army as in 27 in surah 27 verses 18 and 19 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the ant she said يَا أَيُّهَا النَّمْلُ ادْخُلُوا مَسَاكِنَكُمْ لَا يَحْتِمَنَّكُمْ سُلَيْمَانُ وَجُنُودُهُ وَهُمْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ فَتَبَسَّمَ ضَاحِكًا مِنْ قَوْلِهَا وَقَالَ رَبِّ أَوْزِعْنِي أَنْ أَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيَّ وَعَلَى وَالِدَيِّ Till when they came to the valley of the ants One of the ants said O ants Enter your dwellings Lest Sulaiman Solomon and his hosts crush you While they perceive not So Sulaiman smiled Amused at her speech and said my Lord inspire and bestow upon me the power and ability that I may be grateful for your favors which you have bestowed on me here's the point of evidence so Sulaiman 
related the matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his favors and that I may do righteous good deeds that will please you and admit me by your mercy among your righteous slaves so here Dhul Qarnayn is saying effectively the same thing it's not in my power it wasn't really my power but this is the mercy of Allah upon me and upon those who requested the erecting of this dam فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي when the promise of my Lord comes meaning with the when these Ya'juj and Ma'juj will come out when Gog and Magog will come out those who will spread mischief on the earth then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will destroy and level this erection will level it to the ground and here we remember the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we remember the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith which was narrated by Zainab bin Jahsh that on one day he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered upon her in a state of fear and said la ilaha illallah none has the right to be worshipped but Allah woe to the Arabs from the great evil that has approached them today a hole has been opened in the dam of Ya'juj and Ma'juj Gog and Magog like this and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made a circle with his index finger and thumb so it was something a crack but a crack it's inevitable that the crack will be will grow and become bigger that's it this formidable uh, erection which he Dhul uh, Qarnayn had erected uh, between these two mountains what about the promise what about the promise he said وَكَانَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي حَقَّى the promise is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring Ya'juj and Ma'juj at the end of time after the emergence of Ad-Dajjal and after Jesus alayhi salam will kill the false all antichrist these people will come and in numbers in magnificent numbers they will come like locust or even more and as the Prophet ﷺ explained in the hadith, in the lengthy hadith of the status of Ad-Dajjal of the false Christ in Sahih Muslim, in this hadith, which is a lengthy hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, then he, Jesus, would search for him, for the Dajjal, for the Antichrist or the false Christ, until he would catch hold of him at the gate of Al-Ludd and Al-Ludd is a place which is nowadays in Palestine 
and would kill him there. Then a people whom Allah had protected would come to Jesus, son of Mary, and he would wipe their faces and would inform them of their ranks in paradise. And it would be under such conditions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would reveal to Jesus these words. I have brought forth from amongst my servants such people against whom none would be able to fight. You take these people safely to a tour, Mount Tour. And then Allah would send Gog and Magog and they would swarm down from every slope. The first of them would pass the lake of Tabaria, the lake of Tabarias, and this is in Palestine again. And they will drink it out, I mean all of it. And when the last of them would pass, he would say, there was once water there. And this tells you of the great numbers there will be in Jesus and his companions the Prophet ﷺ added would then be besieged here at At-Tur and they would be so much hard pressed that the head of the ox would be dearer to them than 100 dinars dinar is a form of currency and Allah's messenger Jesus and his companions would supplicate Allah then Allah would send to them insects which would attack their necks and in the morning they would perish like one single person and Allah's messenger Jesus and his companions would then come down to the earth meaning from the mount of the Tur and they would not find in the earth as much space as a single span which is not filled with their putrefaction and stench this bad smell and Allah's Messenger, Jesus السلام, and his companions would then again invoke Allah who would send birds whose necks would be like those of Bactrian camels and they would carry them and throw them where Allah would will. Then Allah would send rain which no house or clay of clay of the tent of camels' hairs would keep it out and it would wash away the earth until it would appear to be a mirror. And this is a very lengthy hadith, but uh, sufficient is the point of evidence concerning the numbers of these uh, people from uh, Ya'juj and Ma'juj, from Gog and Magog. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all able, able to do all things. And these matters which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us and tells His Prophet concerning them, we believe in them and as to the how, how, we, how these matters will come to exist this is a matter which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala back again to the saying of Dhul Qarnayn he said وَكَانَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي حَقَّا and he said that the promise of my Lord is ever truthful meaning the promise concerning the coming out of these people Ya'juj and Ma'juj Gog and Magog that it's inevitable that it will occur because this is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not fulfilling or breaking such a promise or a promise is either due to incapacity or due to lying and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far above far removed from every imperfection 
from incapacity and from lying he subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps the promise because of his perfect ability and because of his perfect truthfulness now to the next verse وَتَرَكْنَا بَعْضَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ يَمُوجُ فِي بَعْضٍ وَنُفِخَ فِي الصُّورِ فَجَمَعْنَاهُمْ جَمْعًا Verse 99 On that day, the day On that day, the day of Ya'juj and Ma'juj Gog and Magog will come out We shall leave them to surge like waves on one another And the trumpet will be blown And we shall collect them all together uh, Here the term we shall then we shall leave them to surge like waves on one another does this really mean surging meaning they're surging with in waves with the people or amongst themselves when they come out from this erected barrier There is a difference of opinion amongst the scholars concerning this point. So according to one opinion, is that they will surge like waves on one another after they come out from this barrier. And the other saying is that this will occur when they really initially come out. Meaning when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants them to come out. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the end of the verse, and the trumpet will be blown, and we shall collect them all together. The angel who is going to blow the trumpet, his name is Israfil. His name is Israfil, one of the noble angels. And the Prophet ﷺ used to open his night prayer by the following opening invocation. He used to say, Allahumma Rabba Jibra'il wa Mika'il wa Israfil. O Allah, the Lord of Jibra'il, Gabriel. Mikael, Michael, wa Israfil, Fatir al-Samawati wal-Ard, the originator of the heavens and the earth, Alim al-Ghaybi wa-Shahada, knower of the unseen and the witnessed, Anta tahkumu bayna ibadika fi ma kanu fihi yakhtalifun, verily you judge amongst your slaves as to that which they differ therein, ihdini lima khtulifa fihi min al-haq, Guide me to the truth by your leave. اهدني لما اختلف فيه من الحق بإذنك إنك تهدي من تشاء إلى صراط مستقيم. Verily, you guide whom you wishes, whom you wish to the straight path. And this is related by Muslim. This is related by Imam Muslim in his Sahih. So these three great angels, these three noble angels, each one of them is assigned to a specific type of life each one of them is assigned to a specific type of life Jibreel alayhi salam is assigned to the life which affects the hearts and this is the revelation Wa Mikael and Michael is 
assigned to the life of vegetation and in this respect the rain والثالث and the third one is Israfil is assigned to the life concerning the resurrection at the time of resurrection when people will be resurrected from their graves ينفخ في الصور نفختين so the trumpet will be blown twice the first فزع وصعق the first a terrifying blow and one which will make people swoon away and we cannot now comprehend the magnificence of this blow people will be scared terrified and they will swoon away after that all of them will die except whomever Allah wishes because of the intensity of this blow قال الله تعالى ويوم ينفخ في الصور ففزع من في السماوات ومن في الأرض إلا من شاء الله as in Surah An-Naml 27-87 everyone will be terrified except whom Allah wishes those in the heavens and those on the earth will be terrified and then they will be sworn away Allahu Akbar and remember the day on which the trumpet will be blown and all who are in the heavens and all who are on the earth will be terrified except him whom Allah will exempt we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them from those exempted and all shall come to him humbled the second blow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning it ثُمَّ نُفِخَ فِيهِ أُخْرَى فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنْظُرُونَ in Surah Al-Zumar 39-68 ثُمَّ نُفِخَ فِيهِ أُخْرَى فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنْظُرُونَ and the trumpet will be blown and all who are in the heavens and all who are on the earth will swoon away except him whom Allah wills and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to exempt him then it will be blown a second time and behold they will be standing looking on waiting so the second blow people will be resurrected from their graves people will be resurrected from their graves alive looking on waiting what happened because the bodies in the graves are concerning these bodies in the graves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring rain on them abundant rain then it will grow inside the earth until it is perfected their bodies being perfected then in that sense then in that then in, in the, at that moment the second blow will be blown the blow of resurrection فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنْظُرُونَ then they will be standing up looking on waiting فَجَمَعْنَاهُمْ جَمْعًا meaning we gathered all the creation when, and the trumpet will be blown and we shall collect them the creatures all together this collection will comprise 
mankind, jinn, the angels, beasts, and all the animals. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا طَائِرٍ يَطِيرُ بِجَنَاحَيْهِ إِلَّا أُمَمٌ أَمْثَالُكُمْ مَا فَرَّطْنَا فِي الْكِتَابِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ ثُمَّ إِلَى رَبِّهِمْ يُحْشَرُونَ As in Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, verse 38. وَمَا مِن all the creatures there is not a moving living creature on earth nor a bird that flies with its two wings but our communities like you we have neglected nothing in the book then unto the Lord they all shall be gathered all the creatures even the angels the angels of the heavens as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-fajr verse 22 in Surah Al-Fajr, verse 22, What a magnificent scene! Allahu Akbar! Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most great, and your Lord comes with the angels in rows. What a magnificent seen is that then in the next verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now we reach the verse 100 in surah al-kahf alhamdulillah wa'aradna jahannama yawma idhin lilkafirin arda and concerning the resurrection of the people there came in the hadith reported in al-bukhari in hadith in volume number 6 and hadith number 338 Abu Huraira may Allah be pleased with him said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said between the two blowings of the trumpet there will be 40 and the people said O Abu Huraira 40 days I refuse to reply they said 40 years I refuse to reply they said 40 months I refused to reply and they added and he added everything of a human body will waste away or perish or decay except the last Cossack's bone of the tail and from that bone Allah will reconstruct the whole body and they will grow from that after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends the rain and they will grow like vegetation and the body will be reconstructed the whole body from that bone this is in Sahih al-Bukhari so now we go to the verse in Surah al-Kahf verse 100 and on that day we shall present hell to the disbelievers arda meaning plain to view plain to view and jahannam jahannam is one of the names of the fire of hell 
And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Arda meaning a great representation and it came in the indefinite form grammatically meaning a great presentation which will make the hearts fall apart and from the wisdom and from the wisdom in the telling by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerning such a presentation there is a wisdom in the sense that people should reflect and therefore correct that which is between them and Allah and that people should fear that day and they should prepare for it and a person should think of himself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if standing under his feet subhanahu wa ta'ala imagine this moment and imagine that there is nothing between you and Allah except that this soul leaves your body except that this soul leaves the body and everything then will come to an end this is the only thing between us and Allah is that the soul leaves the body and everything will come to an end then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the unbelievers in the next verse please in 101 those whose eyes had been under a covering from my reminder from the Quran and who couldn't hear or bear to hear it these are the disbelievers their eyes had been under a covering they don't contemplate the reminder of Allah they don't think about remembering him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala earlier in the same chapter he described them in the same chapter he described them in 1857 when he said and that's it we have set veils over their hearts lest they would should understand this Quran and in their ears deafness this is because they turned away arrogantly so their hearts their sight, their hearing, it's all sealed. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكَانُوا لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ سَعَى Back to the same verse please, 101. وَكَانُوا لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ سَعَى and who could not hear or bear to hear it is the meaning here does it mean meaning they didn't want to hear it or does it mean that they couldn't bear to hear it meaning 
the hearing of response or the hearing of contemplating the, the answer is that the verse accommodates both meanings and both are true they didn't want to and they couldn't bear to hear it then in the next verse 102 أَفَحَسِبَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنْ يَتَّخِذُوا عِبَادِي مِنْ دُونِ أَوْلِيَاءِ إِنَّا أَعْتَدْنَا جَهَنَّمَ لِلْكَافِرِينَ نُزُولًا أَفَحَسِبَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Do then those who believe or those who disbelieve think that they can take my slaves as awliya besides me, helpers, protectors, etc. Verily we have prepared hell as an entertainment for the disbelievers in the Tawheed of Allah. So, Afahasiba, do these people think? And who are the slaves? Everything is a slave to Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in Surah Maryam in 19. Ninety-three. In kullu man fi al-samawati wal-ardi illa aati al-rahman abda. Everyone in the heavens and the earth, except that he will come to Allah subhanahu wa taala as a slave, to the most beneficent as a slave. And who are those who? whom they took as gods besides Allah and helpers and protectors and they worshipped them besides Allah the angels were worshipped the messengers were worshipped the sun, the moon, the trees the stones and the cows we seek refuge in Allah from all of that shaitan comes to the children of Adam from every way to sway them so they took those whom they worshipped as helpers and protectors seeking their help seeking forgiveness from them and forgetting about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so do these think that they will really those who did that that they will indeed achieve help or be victorious the answer is definitely no and anyone who thinks so then he is insane and verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning that he had prepared the fire of hell for, this, this, for these disbelievers and he referred to as in this verse he referred to it as Nuzula Nuzul this word Nuzul means that which a household the head of a household offers to his guest and it also could mean Al-Manzil yani the house, the residence and both meanings are correct so how does this relate to the meaning of the verse 
So they are really residents in the fire of hell, in hell, and they will be offered, quote unquote, they will be offered this abode as hospitality, as a means of hospitality, as a means of hospitality. And what a miserable hospitality is this? To be offered a residence in the fire of hell, we seek refuge in Allah from all of that. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in 103 The same chapter Shall we tell you the greatest losers in respect of their deeds? Say O Muhammad to the Ummah Shall we tell you the greatest losers in respect of their deeds? The answer is yes we want to know about those who are greatest losers in respect of the deeds so that we avoid their type of work and that we will be from the winners and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Asr had made it clear that every person is a loser except the one who is qualified by four qualities. Number one, الذين آمنوا those who believed وعملوا الصالحات did righteous deeds وتواصوا بالحق and they commanded each other in the truth وتواصوا بالصبر and they were persevering and patient on that, all of that. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ Those, in the next verse, Allah is describing them as those who are losers. الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ صُنْعًا Those whose efforts have been wasted in this life, while they thought that they were acquiring good by their deeds. Those whose efforts have been wasted in this life While they thought that they were acquiring good by their deeds Naam That's right And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Dalla sa'yuhum Their efforts have been wasted and it became futile in this life. يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ صُنْعًا They think that they were acquiring good by their deeds. And so the truth was concealed and obscured from them. We seek refuge in Allah from that. Yet they thought they thought while being on falsehood that falsehood itself is truth and this is yani, this is abundant amongst the people the Jews for example think that they are on the truth the Christians think that they are on the truth the communists think that they are on the truth e- each one of them thinks that he is on the truth and that's why they stayed on it and from them however there are those who 
know that they are not on the truth however because of arrogance and disdainfulness they insist on the falsehood on the falsehood and remain on it and then further Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them in 105 أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِمْ وَلِقَائِهِ فَحَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ فَلَا نُقِيمُ لَهُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَزْنًا They are those who they are those who deny the ayat, the proofs, the evidences, the verses, the lessons, the etc. of their Lord and the meeting with Him, meaning in the hereafter, so their works are in vain. And on the day of resurrection we shall not give them any weight. The ayati Rabbihim and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here concerning the ayat the signs of their Lord are these the universal or the legal ones what's apparent is that it refers to both however with respect to those who belied the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they belied the legal verses and the legal signs and they didn't belie the universal signs and the evidence for that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that whenever they were asked man khalaqa as-samawati wal ard who created the heavens and the earth they would answer Allah azza wa jal and none of them claimed that there is a creator beside Allah however they belied Allah's legal commands and legal signs they belied the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as to that which he brought from Allah so therefore they fall under the meaning of this verse and they also denied the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when this meeting will take place this takes place on the day of resurrection يوم القيامة so these people these people belied the occurrence of Yawm Al-Qiyamah the day of resurrection and they argued and they were presented with the signs however they insisted قال الله تعالى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding them أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الْإِنسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ فَإِذَا هُوَ خَصِيمٌ مُبِينٌ وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ We will take now these verses from Surah Yaseen Inshallah In Yaseen 36 and starting by 77 Does not man see that we have created him from نطفه from mixed male and female sexual discharge meaning semen droplets yet behold he stands forth as an open opponent denying Allah saying من يحيي العظام وهي رميم in the next verse he denies and he stands 
in opposition to Allah by saying in the next verse وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ قَالَ مَنْ يُحْيِي الْعِظَامَ وَهْيَ رَمِيمٌ And he puts forth for us a parable and forgets his own creation. He says, who will give life to these bones when they have rotted away and became dust? No life, rotten, rotten. Then the answer comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قُلْ يُحْيِيهَا الَّذِي أَنْشَأَهَا أَوَّلَ مَرَّةٌ Say, O Muhammad, He will give life to them who created them for the first time. And He is the all-knower of every creation. So, He is Allah. And, Repeating his creation is much easier than initiating. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in this respect in Surah al rum 30, 27. And he it is who originates the creation, then will repeat it after it has been perished, and this is easier for him. This is evidence of the possibility of resurrecting and giving life to the bones while they are rotten. The evidence is that Allah originated the things, the creation. And when Zakaria, Prophet Zakaria, when he was given the glad tidings of a son by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet he was old in age and his wife was barren Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah Maryam in 19.9 قَالَ كَذَلِكَ قَالَ رَبُّكَ هُوَ عَلَيَّ هَيِّنٌ وَقَدْ خَلَقْتُكَ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَلَمْ تَكُ شَيْئًا you know what did he say? He said, قَالَ رَبِّ أَنَّ يَكُونُ لِي غُلَامٌ وَكَانَتِ امْرَأَتِي عَاقِرًا وَقَدْ بَلَغْتُ مِنَ الْكِبَرِ عَتِيَّةِ He said, my Lord, how can I have a son when my wife is barren and I have reached the extreme old age? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, so it will be. Your Lord says, it is easy for me. Certainly I have created you before when you had been nothing. So one who created you before and when you were nothing is all able to give you a son. Secondly, وَهُوَ بِكُلِّ خَلْقٍ عَلِيمٍ yani He is all-knower concerning every creation. This is in Yaseen 79, which we went over earlier. He is the all-knower of every creation. This is an evidence in itself 
since if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all knower of every creation then it is not difficult it's not a problem for him to create whatever he wishes who is there to prevent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if Allah is all knower of every creation none can prevent him the third evidence came again in the continuity of the verses in Surah Yaseen another proof الذي جعل لكم من الشجر الأخضر نارا فإذا أنتم منه توقدون still the response is not he he who produces for you fire out of the green tree when behold you kindle you kindle therewith he who produces for you fire out of the green tree when behold you kindle therewith green trees producing fire green trees lit by a primitive device for kindling fire and the Arabs knew that and they used it so the one who brings this fire which is dry which is dry he brings it from a moist and cold branch two extreme opposites is all able then to create man and or to bring life to the rotten bones and then this is another proof Furthermore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in the next verse in Yaseen أَوَلَيْسَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِقَادِرٍ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ مِثْلَهُمْ Another thing Is not he who created the heavens and the earth able to create the like of them? Yes, indeed, he is all-knowing supreme creator In fact, the creation of the heavens of the earth is much more greater than the creation of mankind, as Allah stated in Surah Ghafir 40:57. لخلق السماوات والأرض أكبر من خلق الناس. لخلق السماوات والأرض أكبر من خلق الناس. The creation of the heavens and the earth is indeed greater than the creation of mankind, yet most of mankind know not. So the one who created the heavens and the earth, and knowing its greatness, each greatness, is able to bring back to life part of that, which is almost nothing when compared to the earth. 
Who are you, son of Adam, with respect to the earth? You're nothing. You were created from it. You're just a minute part of it. So the one who is able to create the heavens and the earth is able to create the like. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered himself by saying, Bala, is it not he who created the heavens and the earth able to create the like of them he answered himself by saying yes indeed he is the all knowing supreme creator all knowing supreme creator being described qualified with the attribute of creating this is an attribute established with himself subhanahu wa ta'ala forever he possesses this attribute he created and he creates as he wishes and whenever he wishes then Allah further added in Surah Yaseen in 82 إنما أمره إذا أراد شيئا أن يقول له كن فيكون Verily his command when he intends a thing is only that he says to it be and it is. He doesn't need workers. He doesn't need helpers. He doesn't need anyone. Kun fayakun. Be and it is. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the same surah in 53 إِن كَانَتْ إِلَّا صَيْحَةً وَاحِدَةً فَإِذَا هُمْ جَمِيعٌ لَدَيْنَا مُحْضَرُونَ One word and everything will be brought to Allah gathered to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it will be but a single sayha shout so behold they will all be brought up before us Then he said, فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Allahu Akbar These are great, great verses. Remember them where they started. They started from 36, 77 on to the end of the chapter 83. Please make note of them. فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ These are in response to those who deny the resurrection. So glorified be he and exalted above all that he, all they associate with him. And in whose hands is the dominion of all things and to him you shall be returned. كُلُّ شَيْءٍ بِيَدِهِ Everything is in his hands. All the dominion. He does whatever he wishes. So we ask him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَنْ يَهْدِينَا صِرَاطَهُ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ To guide us to his straight path and to save us from any deviation. Then he said here in 83, in 83 he said, let's put 83 now, وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ The last statement was, and to him you shall be returned. This is the eighth evidence. And it is an evidence because 
had it not been for us returning to Allah, then our existence would have been in vain. And this opposes the wisdom, and therefore comprehend the flow and the context of these eight evidences. Yet for those who disbelieve and disdain, يُنْكِرُونَ لِقَاءَ Allah, They deny the meeting of Allah, as Allah was referring to in Surah Al-Kahf, which we are explaining in that verse. They denied the signs of Allah, and they denied His meeting. In 105, Surah Al-Kahf, back to it. All of this is related to this point when they denied the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look what Allah said about them بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِمْ رَبِّهِمْ their Lord meaning they belied the ayat, the signs of their Lord look at this their Lord Allah is saying in 105 their Lord this is making it binding upon them because Allah is telling them their Lord, right? Making it binding upon them to believe because He is their Lord. They must obey Him and believe in Him. However, they deserved the punishment because they disdained and rejected. فَحَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ And consequently, what happened to their deeds? So their works are in vain. فَحَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ فَحَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ Meaning, useless. It didn't benefit them. So even if the kafir now would make the best infrastructure of roads and the like and puts the links and so forth and gives the charities to the people, to the poor. Indeed, that does not avail him. If Allah wishes to reward him, then he will hasten his reward in this life only. As for the hereafter, he will have no share whatsoever. We seek refuge in Allah, and we seek protection from him. Because his deeds are in vain. Now, as to the one who is a believer and then turns away from Islam, what about his deeds? What about his works? Will they be in vain or there is a condition? The answer is there must be a condition. And this condition is that he dies he dies on his state of rejection. قال الله تعالى, meaning in that sense, if he dies on this state of rejection, his deeds will be in vain. Allah said in this regard, in Surah Al-Baqarah 217, وَمَنْ يَرْتَدِدْ مِنْكُمْ عَنْ دِينِهِ Okay. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Save us from this. وَمَنْ يَرْتَدِدْ مِنْكُمْ عَنْ دِينِهِ وَيَمُتْ 
فيمت وهو كافر ومن يرتدد منكم عن دينه فيمت وهو كافر فأولئك حبطت أعمالهم في الدنيا والآخرة and whoever of you turns back from his religion and dies as a disbeliever then his deeds will be lost in this life and in the hereafter and they will be the dwellers of the fire they will abide therein forever however if he rejects and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon him guidance and he returns to Islam then his works will return to him all of his righteous deeds will return to him all of those righteous deeds before his rejection meaning back to the verse Allah described them those who denied his his signs and his meeting I repeat okay if he returns to Islam then all of his previous righteous deeds will return to him he will not lose them so their works are in vain meaning the disbelievers and on the day of resurrection we shall assign no weight for them no weight for them here they will have no rank with Allah no special rank it is said here that the meaning that we don't weigh them because the weight is needed to know the bad and the good deeds and the kafir has no deeds whatsoever so as to be weighed however the correct opinion is that all deeds will be weighed all of it قال الله تعالى in surah al-qari'ah 6-11 فهو في عيشة راضية وأما من خفت موازينه فأمه هاوية وما أدراك ما هي نار حامية we seek refuge in Allah from that then as for him whose balance of good deeds will be heavy فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ he will live a pleasant life in paradise we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his bounty وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ but as for him whose balance of good deeds will be light light فَأُمُّهُ هَاوِيَةٍ he will have his home in الْهَاوِيَةٍ meaning the pit that is the fire of hell we seek refuge in Allah from that so the scale will be established in order to establish evidence against the kafir and this the details of this matter there is as you see a difference of opinion regarding it we can stop here inshallah at verse 106 I would like to stop now at verse 106 as you see uh, the uh, technical situation may demand this. Alaikum as